0: Welcome to Daily Devoted. My name is Meshach Canyon. Thank you for joining me on this podcast about God's kingdom and our place in it. Still working our way through Advent. And today we're going to be looking at another passage uh, about the coming of the Son of Man. Uh, I've said this, you guys are probably tired of me saying this, but Advent is not only a looking back and remembering the first coming of Christ, but it's also a looking forward forward. Uh, in order that we might prepare for Christ's second coming. And so that's why you'll find a variation of passages. You know, here, so here's actually a funny story. Um, it, it hasn't happened yet at my new church, but often in the past, people would come to church during uh, what they would call the Christmas season. And then they'd be stunned to hear us reading passages about uh, judgment and the wrath to come and all these things. And uh, sometimes we'd get letters like, hey, you know, I, I, I came to church um, hoping to hear stories about uh, the birth of Jesus and, you know, and, and Mary and, and all things related to uh, the night Jesus was born, Christmas Day. Uh, then I'd have to explain to him that's part of Advent, but Advent, uh, but Christmas Day is just the culmination of Advent. So while we're in this whole series, Um, If we're going to be faithful to the church calendar, uh, then we have to look at the bigger picture of what Advent means and not just nostalgically look back to Christmas. And so that's why some of these passages um, really invite us to look forward and to prepare ourselves for when Christ will come again. And so this passage uh, that we're looking at today is from Luke chapter 21 verses 25 through 28. And there will be signs in the sun, in the moon and in the stars and on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring Uh, men and women's hearts, failing uh, them for fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now, when these things happen, begin now, when these things begin to happen. Look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. So there's there's a lot to unpack here, but I'm not going to preach a long sermon to you guys. What's happening here is Jesus is he's just at the at the very beginning of this uh, chapter. uh, You know, he's he's talking about being ready and the disciples ask him in verse seven teacher. But when will these things be and what sign will there be when these things are about to place? And so then Jesus launches into all these um, uh, uh, responses about preparedness and not being deceived uh, and and all the the traumatic things that will place take place go- globally. That will be an indication that his return is near. Um, and he really points out some some bad uh, times some bad things taking place. Listen to the language that he uses and. Um, Uh, There will be signs in the sun, moon and stars on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, uh, the seas and waves roaring uh, such calamity that men and women's hearts uh, fail them. So people are driven to despair. And it's common for everybody to watch the news today. And, you know, you see what's happening in the Ukraine. You see the conflicts taking place uh, in various parts of Africa. You see the Gaza and Israel conflict And uh, many people say, see, that's a sign of things to come. Jesus is coming back soon. And yes, that is the case. But the way Jesus talks about it, it seems like it's going to increase in such to such a degree that the majority of people will begin to to lose hope and will begin to um, really faint because um, the calamity uh, is becoming uh, so strong. And there's one part that I'm really Um, I'm not convicted about it, but it's it's becoming such a strong belief for me that whenever I read scripture, I think I'm reading into it. So I may be wrong. This may be what's called uh, eisegesis. But when he says, um, let's see, what verse was that? Verse 25, uh, men and women's hearts will fail them for fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. What does that mean? The powers of the heavens will be shaken. Now, this this is where scholars have different uh, interpretations. And I, I think in this case, it's actually everybody reads certain things into the Bible. Um, but when it comes to a prophecy about the future, we can really only do our best to have to, to make a faithful um, interpretation informed by our understanding of the context and of the wider view of scripture. Well, there's a teacher named Michael Heiser. Um, He, to some people, he's very controversial. I really have a deep appreciation for him and his work because he helped me uh, understand some obscure parts of the Old Testament in ways that to me make sense. I'm open to someone coming along and refuting him and giving me some Uh, a lesson on how he was wrong and and another reading is right. That hasn't happened yet. So he talks a lot about uh, the sons of God and and really the conflict that took place between God and the fallen divine beings or the gods uh, that God gave um, rule over the earth. So you can see some of this in Genesis 6, uh, et cetera. And and, and all this really facilitated a, a a conflict between God and these divine beings because they were meant to rule the earth um, in harmony with created human beings to the glory of God. Uh, but they were disobedient and God punished them. Uh, God damned them to eternal uh, judgment. The flood was sent because of them and because of their offspring. And God promised to one day deal with them for uh, for all of eternity. And so when Michael Heiser reads things like the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Well, first of all, other uh, theologians and biblical interpreters would read that as um, there's going to be uh, maybe that's metaphorical language for um, uh, things that will happen in the skies. You know, maybe there's going to be a meteorite shower. That's that's like a a literalistic uh, reading of of what they think Jesus is meaning. Other people uh, maybe add a metaphoric reading uh, as, you know, Jesus is saying that things are going to be just uh, so tough that um, uh, it's going to be like earthquake like things are going to be really chaotic. So it's more metaphoric uh, language. Michael Heiser would read that and say, the, what are the powers of the air? Uh, and then he would point to um, some of the, the geographic language that they use in the Bible to denote where the principalities and powers have their dominion so for instance if you read in daniel and sorry for getting nerdy here i feel it coming on but in daniel i want to say chapter 9 there's a part where daniel prays and an angel comes to him uh, and uh, the angel said i when you prayed three weeks ago i was sent uh, but the prince of persia withstood me so he's pointing to this divine being that had, that's a principal ruler over Persia uh, that withstood this angel, this messenger from God to bring a message from God uh, to Daniel. So back to Luke chapter 21, when Heiser reads um, uh, this, this verse, he would read that the powers of the, of the earth being shaken as those principalities and powers that are disobedient to God but they're ruling the earth. They're governing the earth and influencing the people on the earth to to live in disobedience and disloyalty uh, to the God and father of Jesus Christ. And so he would say what's happening in this passage is that the conflict is finally coming to a head. Those powers are ultimately being cast down because their wickedness has, has become so great that God finally steps in. Uh, to intervene once and for all. And that's why the very next verse is when these things begin to happen, what things? Well, when the wickedness is at an all time high and the forces that are controlling the earth are beginning to be cast down into eternal uh, damnation. When these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. I actually like the Young's literal translation of that verse, it says, and then they shall see the son of man coming in a cloud with that language is also from the book of Daniel, by the way, with power and much glory. Now, now listen to this verse in the young literal translation. And these things beginning to happen, bend yourselves back and lift up your heads because your redemption doth draw nigh. So, okay. I was kind of nerdy here. What is all this saying? This is an instruction on how we are to wait. Number one, we're to wait faithfully and expectantly, understanding that things are going to get worse for the people of God, for the earth. Wickedness will run so rampant um, that it will impact the entire globe far more than it already has. And as it does so, people that are loyal to God Um, It will become harder and harder for you to uh, really live out your loyalty because the world will become opposed to that kind of uh, lifestyle. And we already see some of that taking place where um, kind of faithful living is beginning to be looked upon as um, as for. Well, first, here's the first thing that happens. You look at it and you call it old fashioned, but then old fashioned turns into oppressive and then oppressive turns into something else. And before long, as we've seen in history, uh, plain faithfulness to God, praying and reading your Bible and uh, and upholding uh, Christian morals becomes looked upon as something that's not only harmful, uh, but dangerous and worthy of being exterminated. Those things have happened in history. Jesus is painting a picture here where it's, where it's going to happen globally and wickedness will be uh, peaked so much that God will intervene. And so. The message is when things are at their worst, expect God. And that's actually throughout the Bible. You look in the story of the children of Israel, they're trapped between the Red Sea and the Egyptian army bearing down at them. Things are literally at their worst. And the message is expect God. Expect God when things are at their worst because God promises to deliver. Don't be discouraged because things are getting bad. Let things getting bad remind you that God is going to show up. Okay, well that's that's really the best I can do. Um, Again, these passages point to the future. So uh, if you disagree with that reading, it's okay. Uh, Just make sure you have a faithful way of reading it yourself. Heavenly Father, uh, one thing we do know is that Jesus is going to return as we say often christ has died christ is risen christ will come again teach us lord to be prepared and to wait with faithful expectation so that when christ does come he will find loyal people living out their faith with full confidence in his return um, keeping the light of christ shining in a world that is ever increasingly being plunged into darkness this is our prayer but the only way that it can happen is by your holy spirit so accomplish it in us and through us in jesus name amen amen god bless you sisters and brothers i will talk to you next time peace